You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. And a good Sunday morning to you from the Sunshine State. Middle Tennessee and Florida Atlantic University will conclude their three-game weekend series with a uh, noontime start here in Boca. It will be 11 a.m. in Murfreesboro, of course, and we are uh, happy to be uh, with you again. Game number 23 on the Raiders' schedule, and the Raiders are trying to get over the 500 mark with this game. They are 11-11 and 11 in the first 22 games and 2-3. and three in Conference USA. Florida Atlantic's won the first two games of the series, uh, 13-5 on Friday, and then yesterday a close 5-2 game that uh, was really close until the late innings when Florida Atlantic broke it open. So the Raiders trying to pick up uh, one win in this series, and this is the last chance to do it, and probably our last trip uh, to Boca as the university will be moving on to the American Conference next year. We're going to take a break. When I come back, I'll be talking with assistant coach Jason Steen, and then we'll have the first pitch coming up right at the top of the hour. Right now, let's hear this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Welcome back into our pregame show as the Raiders take on Florida Atlantic today in the final game of this series. Blue Raider assistant coach Jason Steen is visiting with us. And coach, uh, first welcome to Murfreesboro and, and to Middle Tennessee. Yeah, it's great to be back around the Middle Tennessee area. I was here for quite a while, probably about eight years in the early 2000s. And um played Florida Atlantic back when they were in the Atlantic Sun and when Belmont was in the Atlantic Sun so very familiar with Florida Atlantic and really uh, we came down here three two or three times so kind of familiar with this uh, playing surface and and this facility as well they got a great program what uh, induced you to come to Middle Tennessee leaving a a good uh, program at Duke yeah well Jerry Myers uh, I've had a relationship with Jerry probably, she's close to 30 years, not quite, but close, because I played for Coach Myers in 1994-95 in the Valley. He was my, uh, he was the head coach, so I spent a lot of time around him all that summer, and then um, when I was done playing, we always stayed in touch because I went into the coaching business, and I would... I guess confer with him on you know coaching philosophies and then when he was at South Carolina I helped work some of his camps so I've known him quite a while he's he's been uh, I guess a great mentor and uh, we just always had a good relationship I would ask you what your duties are but I guess that we don't have enough time to go into all of that but uh, one is is recruiting of course yeah recruiting I guess is the uh, the biggest portion on my plate and I really enjoy it. I, I enjoy evaluating players. Um, the only the only downfall of that is in, in the college baseball world in the spring, you're away from your team on practice days because you have to go evaluate young men, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, I typically try not to miss any games. You never want to do that. But um, I really enjoy that, that evaluation part of it. You know, even in today's world, you recruit even freshmen and sophomore in high school, and you evaluate those. That used to not be like that when I first started coaching. So the recruiting aspect is, is something I really enjoy. It's, um, it's a lifeblood of the program. You've got to get good players in here to sustain success, to, to, um, to, to really, you know, build upon the culture 
what Coach Myers is trying to do. So it's, uh, it's, it's really exciting for me to get out there and evaluate kids. That's Blue Raider assistant coach Jason Steen talking with us before the game. Glad to have Coach Steen and his family as part of the Middle Tennessee family now. Raiders and the Owls of Florida Atlantic getting ready to lock horns for game number three in the series. We'll take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. For the Raiders and Coach Jerry Myers today, J.T. Mabry leads off and plays second base. He has an 18-game hitting streak going. Gino Averos will be in right field and bat second. Brett Coker at shortstop hits third. Cleanup hitter is Jeremiah Boyd. He will be the D.H. today. Briggs Rudder will do the catching and bat fifth. Jackson Galloway plays left field, hits in the number six spot. D.J. Wright at first base bats seventh. Gabe Jennings plays third and hits in the number eight hole. And Luke Vinson will bat ninth in center field. And on the mound will be junior right-hander Eric Swan with a record of one and four. For Florida Atlantic and Coach John McCormick in his 15th year as head coach here, Armando Albert at shortstop will lead it off. Mitchell Hardigan, the designated hitter, bats second. Nolan Shanuel at first base will hit third. Jackson Ross at third base in the cleanup spot. Dylan Goldstein in left field batting fifth. Caleb Pendleton, the catcher, hits sixth. Jake Millen in right field will bat seventh. Lucas Phelps at second base will hit eighth. That's a change from the previous two lineups. And Jalen DeBose will be in center field and bat ninth. And on the mound making his collegiate debut is number 33, Dylan Osborne, a freshman right-hander from Canada. We're going to have the Canadian anthem and the Star Spangled Banner before the game. Right now, we'll take our final break. Back with first pitch after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So we had the uh, playing of the Canadian anthem as well as the Star Spangled Banner before the game today. As Florida Atlantic has taken the field, we'll check them defensively for you in a moment. And... Uh, tell you a little bit about the pitcher, but there's not much we can tell you about Dylan Osborne. He is a freshman and will be making his collegiate debut today. The young man is from Canada, thus the uh, Canadian anthem before the game. 6-3-2-10 from Richmond Hill, Ontario, and uh, prep school at Westmount Collegiate Institute. He is a very highly touted prospect, and Florida Atlantic will be giving him his uh, debut today against Middle Tennessee. So he's taking his warm-up tosses now. And before J.T. Mabry steps into the batter's box, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you from Boca Raton on this Sunday morning. It's uh, now close to Sunday afternoon in Boca, but still morning back home. Temperature at game time will be 82 degrees. The breeze out of the south-southeast at 9 miles an hour and partly cloudy skies. Just a few scattered clouds uh, up ahead as Middle Tennessee and Florida Atlantic get ready to square off in game three of this three-game series. FAU going for the sweep today, of course, having won the first two. JT Mabry will stroll to the plate. We'll get this one underway. Home plate umpire is Brian Clark. Thomas Newsom is at first base. Jake Botek, who had the plate in yesterday's game, is at third base. First pitch of the game is a strike called, and we're underway right on the stroke of noon here in Boca. No balls, one strike to count to Mabry, and now ball one misses, one and one. Mabry, Avros, and Coker here in the first inning. And there is ball two, two and one to the Raiders second baseman, hitting 404 on the season. Swinging a foul. Count will level out at two balls and two strikes. Well, it must be noon in Boca because the church bells are ringing in the background. Osborne, the right-hander, the two-two pitch high, ball three. 
As we mentioned, this youngster is making his debut today. Had some shoulder problems uh, at the onset of the season. They've held him out until now, and Mabry hits a short liner to second base that the second baseman Phelps will take with no problem. Four out number one. One out in the first inning. Gino Avros, the Raider right fielder, will stand in. 344 average for this uh, transfer from Austin P. Takes a pitch for a strike, nothing and one. Brett Coker on deck. Osborne, big right-hander, delivers, and a call strike, nothing and two. Gino in the series, one out of nine. And the pitch to the plate is taken high for ball one. One and two. Bright sunshine today and the breeze coming off the Atlantic Ocean. The pitch high for ball two and two. The breeze is very pleasant, but it also scatters my paperwork at times as we're outside the press box under a tent. Pitch. Check swing and ball three. The Shugman throws in the upper to mid 90s and is considered a very good prospect, making his college debut today. There's ball four. Came in high and Evros has a base on balls. That will bring break, bring uh, Brett Coker to the plate. Brett had a hitting streak stopped yesterday as he was 0 for 4, actually 0 for 3 with a walk. He had hit in 13 straight before that, so we'll try to start a new streak today. Takes the pitch outside for ball one. Everos on first base, one out. And the pitch, taken for a strike. One ball, one strike. Jason Steen coaching third. He was our guest on the pregame show. Pitch is swung on, hit in the right field. The base hit went the other way, and Abros will turn at second and head to third. They may wave him. They're going to wave him. Throw is coming in, and will be no play at the plate, and Coker goes sliding into third with a triple. Went the other way, hit it right down the first base side. Into right field, it rolled in the corner out there. It's 330 feet away, and Abros was able to lick it all the way from first base, and Coker into third, and that is his first three-base hit of the season. And the Raiders, for the third straight game, take an early lead. For Brett, his 16th run batted in, and the pitch to Jeremiah Boyd is high for ball one. Boyd at 380, he's had the most success in this series with the bat. Skies this one down the right field line. They'll tag Coker at third. The catch is made by the right fielder. Coker broke as if to come in and then went back. And that is out number two. So Boyd fouls out. And 
With two outs, the batter is Briggs Rudder. All of the Raiders hit from the right side with the exception of the ninth place hitter, Luke Vinson. Swing and a ground ball to short. And it is bobbled and a run's gonna score. It got past Albert. That's gonna be an E6 and the Raiders pick up another run on the miscue. Rudder hit a sharp grounder and it just uh, handcuffed the shortstop Albert. So it's now two to nothing with two outs. The batter is Jackson Galloway. Galloway four out of nine in the series with a couple of runs batted in. Had uh, one RBI yesterday. Takes the pitch outside for a ball. Osborne has shown some good velocity early. And the pitch, Galloway hits it into left field. Left field drifting back a little bit. Will reach up and make the grab for out number three. So that's going to be all in the first inning, but the Raiders come up with a pair of runs. They had just the one hit, the triple by Coker. There was an error and one man left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. It's Middle Tennessee 2, FAU coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast to second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Go to the bottom of the first inning. Raiders on top two to nothing. We'll have the right-hander Eric Swan on the mound, a junior out of Oakland High School. One and four with a 6.55 earned run average. Swan has pitched 22 innings, has given up 15 hits, 16 earned runs. This is his sixth appearance and sixth start. Eric has allowed a pair of home runs. His big uh, problem has been his control. He has walked 20 in 22 innings. He has also struck out 26. Opponents are only hitting 190 off this right-hander. So if he can control the uh, baseball today, he's got an early lead. And we'll see how he can go. He will throw in the low to mid-90s also, just as the FAU pitcher Osborne does. Here's Armando Albert, the leadoff hitter, the shortstop. And from the left side, takes the pitch outside, ball one. It'll be Albert, Hardigan, and Shanuel. 
here in inning number one for the Owls. Strike called. It's one and one. Albert hitting 265. Swan's last appearance was against Western Kentucky last weekend. Went four and two-thirds, allowed only one hit, but walked five. And three of those uh, runners scored. They were all earned runs. He also threw three wild pitches. So if he can control it, he can control the game. Two balls and a strike now to Albert. Pitch right in there at the knees, two and two. Albert, four out of eight in the series, had a four-hit game on Friday night. Right-hander delivers and missed inside, ball three. Full count, three and two to Armando Albert. FAU lost its opening series in San Antonio. They were swept, so they're trying to come back and Return the favor against the Raiders. There's a pitch fouled out of play, and the count holds at three and two. Albert steps out of the box for a moment, adjusts the batting gloves. Swan looking in. He will pitch out of the set position and walked him. Pitch high and outside, ball four. So a leadoff walk to the leadoff hitter, Albert. And Mitchell Hardigan, the designated hitter, will step in. First three hitters in the order are left-handed, just as uh, it's been the case in every game here. Five lefties in the lineup against the right-handed starter, Eric Swan. So Albert is at first base, and Hardigan stands in and takes the pitch for a call strike, nothing and one. Albert is a threat to run. He's stolen four this season and has only been caught one time. The pitch outside, one and one. Coker, the shortstop, shaded over towards second base. Big hole between third and short. That's the way they've played the left-handed hitters all for the entire series. Pitch comes outside for ball two, two and one. Leadoff walk to the shortstop. He's the runner at first with nobody out. And the 2-1 pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play to the left. There's a berm on either side of the playing field here behind the retaining fence. And folks are enjoying the sunshine, the breeze, and some Sunday afternoon baseball here. Nice crowd out down the right field line. Not so many down the left field line. Another pitch fouled away to the left and out of play. Count holding at two and two. Hardigan in the series, two out of nine. Swan turns and fires to first. Albert there with a leadoff walk. Right.
Right-hander comes set, and the runner goes. The pitch high, and the throw to second base is not in time. Albert swipes second. Pitch came in high, actually giving Rudder a pretty good shot at second base, but his throw was a bit high, and Albert's got good speed. He steals it. His fifth of the season. And now full count to Hardigan. And a swing and a miss struck him out swinging. Hardigan whiffs on a fastball. And with one out, the batter is Nolan Shanuel. Big left-handed hitter is the leading hitter on this team with a 436 average. And Raiders have done a pretty good job on him in the series. He's only one out of six. And Swan's first pitch comes in. Helmet high for ball one. Runner at second with one out. Outfield playing this big lefty deep. Swung around to the right. Backed him away with a fastball inside. It's 2-0. and oh. If you've heard any of the uh, first two games of the series, uh, I've told you that he stands right on top of home plate, which he does. Swung on and popped up. Coker drifting back into shallow left field. Under it will take it for out number two. Janiel pops out for the second out. The batter will be Jackson Ross, the third baseman. The right-handed hitter, he has been a tough out in this series. Four out of seven with a double, two runs batted in. Comes in hitting 323. Also has seven home runs. Pitch is right down the middle with a fastball, strike one. Good to see Swan get ahead in the count. Albert, who drew a leadoff walk and stole second, is still down there. The pitch is in the dirt. Good stop by Rudder. One and one. Two down runner at second. Low and outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike. The veteran head coach of the Owls, John McCormick, coaching down at third. Swan ready with a 2-1 delivery, and it swung on, grounded foul past Coach McCormick and rolling in foul ground down the left field line. Count will level off at 2-2. Two and two. Weather report uh, gave us uh, south-southeast wind at 9. It, it will vary. Not quite as windy as it was yesterday. Pitch in the dirt again. A backhand stop by Rudder to save a wild pitch. The count goes full at 3-2. and two. Again, a lot of scouts with the radar guns are here today. They came out to see the Raiders uh, starter yesterday. There's a swing and a tap foul. And I don't think Jaden Ham disappointed any of them because when he left, most of them left the ballpark. 
So it was pretty obvious who they were looking at. Ross stays in there, three and two after the foul ball. The right-hander comes set and delivers. Swung on, fly ball to right field. Everos going back. He's got room. He's under and makes the grab for out number three. So that is all in the first inning. A leadoff walk, but the right-hander settles down and gets uh, the next three. No runs, no hits. And one man left. We've played one complete inning. Middle Tennessee two, Florida Atlantic nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we move to the bottom of the second inning, the bottom third of the order for Coach Jerry Myers will face the right hander Dylan Osborne, DJ Wright, Gabe Jennings, and Luke Benson. Osborne, as we mentioned, making his collegiate debut, the young Canadian freshman had been held out uh, due to some arm problems or shoulder problems, but uh, he's deemed ready to go and he's out there and probably got the butterflies out right now after getting through that first inning, even though he gave up a couple of runs. Raiders will be returning home immediately after the game and getting ready to head to Huntsville, Alabama on Tuesday for a game with the Alabama Crimson Tide. That will be at the Pro Park in Huntsville. It'll be a six o'clock start, so it's not that long a drive. Maybe some of you could make the short trip down uh, through Lincoln County and on into North Alabama. Here's D.J. Wright to lead it off in the second. And Osborne's first pitch to him is swung on and tapped foul. Four strike one. I think our women's tennis team is in Huntsville today for a match with Alabama A&M. The pitch. Swung on, another tap foul behind the plate, 0-2. DJ, the first baseman, one out of seven in the series. 286 on the year. Two strikes the count. 
And the right-hander's pitch is outside for a ball, one and two. Big hit in the first inning was Brett Coker's triple with a man on. And then an error by the shortstop let in the second run. This is Coker scored from third on the miscue. One and two the count to DJ. Pitch comes outside for ball two. Gabe Jennings waiting to hit next. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody on or out, and now the uh, pitcher wants to do baseball. Umpires today, Brian Clark behind the plate. He was the first base umpire yesterday. Thomas Newsom at first. Jake Botek, who had the plate yesterday, is the third base umpire. Pitch the plate, bounced to the left side. Big hop for Albert. Throw to first and safe as Shanuel couldn't come up with it. I think they'll charge an error on the throw there. So DJ reaches on the throwing error by the shortstop. Second error of the game, and Gabe Jennings will stand in with a runner at first. Osborne comes set, delivers outside, throw back to first, and the runner gets back. Catcher Pendleton tried to catch DJ off the bag, but to throw a little bit to the outfield side, and DJ got back in plenty of time. One ball, no strikes to Gabe Jennings. Shortened up on that first pitch. Let's see what he's doing here. Third baseman's in on the grass. He does bunt it. Catcher picks it up. Pendleton throws to first. The sacrifice is good as D.J. Wright goes down to second base. That'll be a two to three. Catcher to first. Put out. Sacrifice for Jennings. And Luke Vinson will be in the batter's box. The only... Left-handed hitter in the Raider lineup. Luke, two out of six in the series. Right at second in scoring position now with one out. Raiders leading two to nothing here in the second inning. Osborne with the pitch, and it swung on. Hit in the air to right field. A right fielder moving over near the line. Millen will make the catch. Right tags and is going to move to third after the catch. Mellon caught that ball just a few steps in foul ground for out number two. And D.J. Wright advances to third after the catch. So now J.T. Mabry will bat with with a runner in scoring position at third and two outs. Mabry lined out to the second baseman as the first batter in the game. Taps this one to the right side foul. And Osborne is ahead, one strike. Center fielder playing very shallow. That's Du Bois. Mellon about normal in right field, as is Goldstein in left. 
Pitch low and outside. One ball, one strike to J.T. Mabry. Runner third base is D.J. Wright with two outs. Osborne with the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to center field. Shallow center. Du Bois coming on. He's going to have no trouble with that. Howells it in for out number three. So the Raiders leave a runner stranded in scoring position in the inning. No runs, no hits. There was one error and a man left. We will go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee two, Florida Atlantic nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the second inning. Raiders leading two to nothing. They have been on the board first in all three games. And coming into this series, the Raiders, when scoring the first run of the game, were seven and one. That has not uh, worked in this series. They've gone ahead early, but then Florida Atlantic has come back to win both games. Here is Dylan Goldstein, the left fielder. He'll stand in from the left side against Eric Swan. And the first pitch to him is a strike on the outside. No balls and one strike to Goldstein. 344 average for this lefty. Three out of seven in the series with a double and two runs driven in. Outside, ball one. Swan walked the first batter in the first inning, and that batter stole second, but he got out of the inning, retiring the next three. One ball, one strike. A swing and a miss as Swan overpowered him with a fastball there, and it's one and two. Coach Myers indicated one reason for changing the weekend rotation was to try and get uh, maybe some of his relief pitchers in two games instead of one in the series. There's a ball lined to right field, and it's going to be in for a hit. Everos got a glove on it, but couldn't uh, make the catch cleanly, so that's a base hit for Goldstein. First hit given up by Swan, and the batter is Caleb Pendleton, the catcher. The show man had quite a game on Friday night with two home runs, had a three-run homer and a grand slam. 
Seven runs batted in. They were his second and third homers of the season. He bats here with a runner at first and no outs and a swing and a miss. And the home run cut there. Nothing and one to Pendleton. Two out of eight in the series. Both the uh, both of his hits, the home runs we mentioned on Friday night. One strike to count. Swan comes back with a fastball in for strike two. So he's ahead in the count. 0 oh and two. See if he comes right after him here. The pitch to the plate outside, backhanded by Rudder, saved him a wild pitch. One and two, the count to Pendleton. Mellon waiting to hit next. Throw to first, close, but the runner back in there. Swan does have one pickoff this season. One ball, two strikes. Goldstein edges off the bag at first and draws another throw. And Swan, just like Jaden Ham yesterday, does not take anything off those throws to first base. Pitch the plate is low and backhanded again by Rudder. Two and two. So he got ahead 0-2 and, and now has come outside to him on consecutive pitches to even the count up. 2-2 pitch, outside ball three. From 0-2 to 3-2. Swan comes set, the runner goes, the pitch is swung on and fouled out of play. Goldstein was running on the 3-2 pitch. He'll have to return to first. FAU playing a little hit and run here in the second inning, trying to get something going as the Raiders lead it 2 to nothing. Swan comes set. Runner not going on this pitch, and it's popped up and foul. That will be out of play. Back over to our right. And another 3-2 pitch fouled away. Swan's ready for the 3-2, and it's hit foul down the left field line. Caught the uh, fence down there, and... Stays in the field of play, so one of the Raiders will run out of the dugout and chase it down. Three straight, three straight pitches fouled away, and this one fouled back. And that is the fourth straight foul ball by Pendleton. Runner goes, and it's ball four. So FAU will have runners at first and second with nobody out. That is the second walk allowed by Swan. 
And with first and second occupied, Jake Millen will step to the plate. Millen, one out of eight in the series. That hit was a double, and it drove in a run yesterday. Well, the right infield would uh, like to get a ground ball here. They could turn. Let's see what Millen's doing. He's going to bunt, lays it down. Swan's got it. Looks at third, throws to first in time. And the sacrifice is successful as Goldstein advances to third and Pendleton to second. Greg had a look at third base and decided the gamble was not worth the risk. Turned and threw him out at first for the first out. Lucas Phelps makes his debut in the series. He's a freshman second baseman, right-handed hitter. Has seen limited playing time. Pitch to him is high, ball one. Let's see what I can tell you about Phelps. Freshman out of Belrico, Florida. Takes the pitch outside for ball two. Two and oh. Phelps making his eighth appearance. He started four games. Now this is his fifth start. Takes a strike and it's two and one. Second and third with one out. Enfield's playing back. They would give up a run for an out here early in the game. The pitch, low outside, ball three. And Swan behind in the count, three and one. DeBose, the center fielder waiting to hit next. Right-handers pitch, swung on, hit the third. Jennings has it, goes home. The tag is made, and he is out at the plate. Jennings at third with the big hop, had time. Made a good throw to Rudder. Rudder put the tag on Goldstein coming in from third. Scored five to two on the putout for the second out. Phelps on the fielder's choice is at first. And the runner at second, Pendleton, advances to third. So first and third, two outs for DeBose. DeBose hitting 237 and three out of seven in the series with a double and an RBI. Here's the pitch. Grounded in the hole. That's a base hit. That will make it a two-to-one ball game as DeBose singles between third and short on the first pitch from Swan. Second RBI of the series for DeBose. Hit number two off Swan. It is now a two to one game as Pendleton came in to score. And Phelps down to second base. First and second, two outs for Armando Albert. Leadoff batter takes a strike, nothing in one. Albert walked on a 3-2 pitch in the first inning. Stole a base, but was stranded. 
Owls with a run in here in the second inning. Pitches over but low for ball one. One and one to the FAU shortstop. Right-hander delivers a strike at the knees. And Eric ahead in the count. A ball and two strikes. Right-hander checks and throws. Hit up the middle. Coker's got it. He'll step on the bag at second. And that is the third out. Good play by Brett Coker at second. He was shaded that way with the left-handed hitter. Fielded the ball right behind second base and hesitated just a second before stepping on the bag for out number three. So that is all in the second inning, but for the Owls, they pick up one run on two hits. There was also a walk in the inning and two men will be left on base. We've completed two full innings, Middle Tennessee two, Florida Atlantic one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we move this game to the third inning with the Raiders leading 2-1. to one. Gino Evros will lead it off. Drew a walk, scored the first run of the game in the first inning. That came on a triple by Coker. Osborne, the right-hander, delivers a strike call, nothing in one. Dylan Osborne, freshman right-hander from Canada, making his collegiate debut as a starting pitcher. He's ahead of Avros, and ball two, ball one is outside, one and one. Raiders trying to even their conference record. They are two and three in the league. Pitch is swung on, fouled out of play. And the count will go to one and two on Gino Evros. Coker and Boyd to follow. Osborne, not a fast worker, pitches out of the stretch. And this one's pop foul right back this way. And that's going to be caught by one of the fans. Nice catch. <laughs> That is 
A foul ball, and the count remains one and two to Avros. It's the closest one we've had in this location. And we're in a tent right to the to the outside part of the plate. Ground ball left side, backhanded by the shortstop. Long throw to first, and just got him. Albert, who had made a couple of errors the first two innings, made an outstanding play there to retire Evros. One out in the third. The batter is Brett Coker with that first inning triple. Coker drove in his 16th run of the season. Pitcher wants a new baseball. Brett is now five out of nine in the series. And that triple was his first extra base hit. Swings and misses at the first pitch from Osborne. Nothing in one. One out here in the third. Raiders leading two to one. Right-handed pitches out of the stretch. And this one hit to left field. And the left fielder started in, now has to go back. It's over his head, up against the wall, and Coker's going to cruise into second base with a double. Goldstein started in and then had to change directions, had to throw it into reverse quickly and couldn't get back in time. So Coker, with his second extra base hit of the ballgame, is at second. That is his sixth double of the season. It's only the second hit for the Raiders, and Coker has both of them. Here's Jeremiah Boyd. Pitch to Boyd. is swung on, hit up the middle. Shortstop has it. Throw to first in time, and Coker will advance to third. And again, Albert made a good play on that ball by Boyd, hit right up the middle over second base. He was shaded that way. And Boyd, not the uh, fastest runner on the Raider team, was out by about three steps. So two outs, a runner at third. Raiders left a runner at third in scoring position in the second inning. You've got to get these runs in when you get them that far around. Here's Rudder. Swings at the first pitch, fouls it away, strike one. Briggs coming in, now three out of ten in the series. Had that three-run homer, which put the Raiders ahead early on Friday night. Pitches outside, one and one. That, that lead Friday night didn't last that long, though, because FAU came right back with uh, four in the first inning. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and it is swung on, hit to the right side, and the hole, a base hit, and the run scores. The Raiders go up by a 3-1 score. Good piece of hitting by Briggs Rudder, went the other way and bounced it through the right side. Scoring Coker from third. For Briggs, that's his 10th RBI of the season. He's at first with two outs. Hit number three, run number three off Osborne. The batter is Jackson Galloway. Two down, runner at first. Pitch is low and outside to Galloway, ball one. 
Raiders up three to one. We're in the third. Outside again, ball two. DJ Wright on deck. Long wait by Osborne. The pitch is inside, ball three. I don't know if there's a little activity down in the FAU bullpen, so I see some people walking around. Can't see into the bullpen because uh, it is behind the right field fence right at the foul pole. And the gate is closed. There's a strike call, three and one to Galloway. Rudder at first. And the 3-1 is swung on, hit to the right side, same spot. Rudder will turn and hold at second as the Raiders will have runners at first and second with two outs. And again, Galloway found the right spot, that open hole on the right side. Third hit in the inning. Rudder's first and second, two outs for D.J. Wright. He reached on an error by the shortstop in the second inning. Rudder at second, Galloway at first. Here's Osborne's pitch, and it's swung on line in the center field for a base hit. Here comes Rudder. They're going to wave him. The throw will not be to the plate. They toss it back to the infield, and the Raiders lead 4-1. to one. As Rudder scores from second on the hit by D.J. Galloway holding at second. Three straight singles with two outs. For DJ, that is RBI number 20 on the season. Hit number five, run number four off Osborne. And the batter is Gabe Jennings. Sacrifice bunt in the second. He won't be bunting here. Runners at first and second with two outs. The pitch outside, ball one. Galloway second and right at first with two down here in the third. Raiders leading four to one. The pitch. Caught the outside corner. One and one. Young man from Canada is a very slow and methodical worker. The pitch over but low, ball two, two and one. I don't know if they put the uh, stopwatch on him or not, but I'd, I'd say he comes close to flirting with that.
Two balls and a strike. And the pitch. Check swing. Didn't mean to swing. Bounced it to first. First baseman picks it up and steps on the bag, and that's going to end it in the third inning for the Raiders. But a productive inning. Raiders come up with two runs on four hits. They leave two runners on. And we'll go to the bottom of the third inning. It's Middle Tennessee 4 and FAU 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the third inning in Boca Raton. Raiders leading four to one. Eric Swan on the mound will face Hardigan, Shanuel, and Ross, the two, three, four hitters in the Owls order. Here in the third. Swan has allowed one run on two hits. He's walked two, struck out one. And has had a lot of 3-2 counts. First pitch is swung on and missed by Hardigan. Nothing in one. He had three 3-2 counts in the first inning. Had another in the second. There's a pitch just a little bit high for ball one, one and one. Mitchell Hardigan, the DH. Swung on, hit up the middle, and threw a base hit. Hit just past Swan and just out of the reach of Coker into center field. So the leadoff man is on in the third. That is the third hit for the Owls, and the batter is Nolan Shanuel. Popped out to the shortstop in the first inning. First pitch outside to this left-handed hitter for ball one. Runner at first base. Is Hardigan with a leadoff single. Draws a throw over there and gets back in time. Uh, 
Swan comes set and delivers, and a ball hit into right field, a base hit, one hop by Abros, gets it back in quickly, but the first two men have reached here in the third. For Shanuel, his second hit of the series, a line shot to right. First and second, nobody out, and the batter is Jackson Ross. Most of the offensive production on this Florida Atlantic team comes from the left side of the plate. But this uh, right-handed hitter, Ross, is an exception. He is uh, the cleanup hitter and has shown he can do a lot with the bat in this series. Takes first pitch for ball one. It's four out of eight in the series with a double and two runs batted in. And Swan's pitch swung on a miss. Fooled him on that pitch. Actually foul tipped. One ball, one strike. Swan checks the runner at second in the pitch. Low for a ball, two and one. Raiders have sent a messenger to the bullpen. It looks like a catcher, and it uh, probably indicates somebody's going to start throwing. Ball hit up the middle, a base hit. See if they'll wave the runner. They do wave the runner. The throw is coming in, and he is safe. The throw is just a tad off to the third base side, and it is now a 4-2 to two game. Benson made a decent throw to the plate. I didn't think he had much of a chance to get Hardigan, but made it close. So three straight singles. Chanuel stopped at second. Hit number five, run number two off Eric Swan. And Coach Jerry Myers is going to come out to have a word with his pitcher. So nobody out, runners at first and second. Give Ross another RBI in this series, his third in the series. And Coach Myers talks it over with his right-hander. And there is movement down in the Blue Raider bullpen down the left field line. Raiders in the third base dugout here. So that'll be the lefty Dylan Goldstein who singled in the second inning. Hardigan singled to center, Shanuel singled to right, Ross singled to center. And just like that, it's four to two and the tying runs are on base here in the third. Goldstein with a rather open stance, a left-handed hitter. First pitch, swung on and hit foul down the right side. No balls, one strike. Goldstein is a junior here. In fact, uh, they only have two seniors in the starting lineup. 
Hardigan, who's a fifth-year senior, and Ross. Way high and outside, ball one, one and one. That one got away from him. Runners on first and second. Nobody out here in the third. A run has scored. It's four to two. Raiders leading. Pitch outside ball two. Two and one. There is activity in the Raider bullpen. The pitch. Missed inside. Ball three. Three balls and a strike. And walked him to load the bases. Bases are loaded with no outs. Third walk given up by Swan. Pendleton will be the batter. Raiders have a left-hander and a right-hander throwing in the bullpen. Pendleton drew a walk in the second inning. Pitch low in the dirt, blocked by Rudder. One ball, no strikes. Swan comes set, and the pitch is in for a strike. It's one and one. Enfield playing back. Like to get something they could turn into a double play here. Pitch just inside, ball two, two and one. Pendleton stands in from the right side against the right-hander Swan, and the pitch to the plate is swung on and bounced foul past third. Two and two. Sun is ducked behind those high fluffy clouds momentarily. A swing and a miss struck him out. Got him to chase an outside pitch and Pendleton down on strikes. That's a big strikeout for Swan, his second of the game. The batter is Jake Mellon. One out now, bases loaded, and a double play could get you out of this inning. Raiders are leading four to two in the third. Pitch gets past Rudder, goes to the backstop. The runner's going to score from third. And now, no double play possibility. Pitch did not look to be that bad. I don't know if they'll score that a wild pitch or a pass ball. It's one of the two. Shanuel scored, and 
The other runners move up a base. So second and third with one out. And the pitch to the plate is swung on, a little pop fly. Coker's going to step back and make the catch. Just one step back on the outfield grass. For out number two. So the run by Shannon makes it 4-3. And here's Phelps. Hit into a fielder's choice in the second inning. Pitch to him right in there for a strike. Nothing and one. Right-hander delivers. Breaking ball and called a strike. Nothing and two. Hasn't thrown many of those today. Two strikes the count on Phelps. Right fielder Abro's very shallow. And he hits it that way, but foul. Count holding at two strikes. Benson shortened up a little in center. Swan ahead with a two strike count. And struck him out swinging. That's going to end the inning. Swan pitches out of trouble, but not before the Owls come back and score two in the third inning. Two runs on three hits, and they leave two men on base. So we've completed three full innings. Totals for Middle Tennessee, four runs, five hits, no errors. And for FIU, three runs, five hits. They've committed two errors. Raiders lead it four to three as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Go to the fourth inning. Raiders leading 4-3. And this is the Wendy's inning. Fourth inning, uh, always the Wendy's inning. If the Blue Raiders get a hit during this fourth inning, you'll win, uh, have an opportunity to win a free Dave's single cheeseburger, courtesy of Wendy's. We'll see what happens. I think we had a, uh, we did have a hit in the fourth inning Friday. We did not have one yesterday. In fact, the side went down in order yesterday. It will be Luke Benson to lead it off. Benson in the top of the order, Mabry and Gino Evros. 
I believe we've got a new pitcher on for Florida Atlantic. Number 44, Nicholas Del Prado will take over from Osborne. His first pitch to Osborne, high and outside, ball one. There's a strike called. It's one and one. Del Prado, 6'2", 235. He is out of Miami. Pitch is swung on a mist, and it's one and two. Benson lines it right at the second baseman. Phelps makes the grab. Four out, number one. So one out for J.T. Mabry. Del Prado making his seventh appearance. Mabry, a little looping line drive caught by the second baseman. So two in a row retired on line drives to second. And the batter is Gino Evros. Del Prado making his seventh appearance. He started three games, 0-1 with a 7.20 earned run average. Which pitches a ball to Averos. One ball, no strikes. Two outs, bases empty. Here in the fourth, there's a strike. Letter high fastball, one and one. Averos has walked and scored. That came in the first inning, grounded out in the third. Takes a strike called, it's one and two. As opposed to the starting pitcher, Osborne, this guy's a quick worker. Del Prado with the pitch, swung on, foul to the screen. Out holes at a ball and two strikes. And the pitch. In there for a call strike, and that's going to be all for the Raiders. In the fourth, fooled him with an off-speed pitch, a changeup, and Raiders go down in order, nothing across in the fourth inning, so sorry, no cheeseburger today, folks. We have completed three and a half innings. It's Middle Tennessee four and FAU three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the fourth inning, and the Raiders have a new pitcher out there. Lefty and number, trying to see that number. I think it's 24, 34. Jake Cothran will take over from Eric Swan. Give you some numbers on him, just a second. Get him logged into my scorebook. First uh, batter he'll face is Jalen DeBose. Takes the first pitch, four ball one. One ball, no strikes. Cothran delivers, swung on, and popped up. Foul ground, right coming over. I think that's going to be in the stands. Just missed the stands. Count goes to one and one. Cothran making his sixth appearance. He is one and oh. 4.61 earned run average. The pitch outside ball two. Jake with uh, 13 and two-thirds innings. He's allowed 11 hits, seven earned runs. Has walked eight, struck out 13. And is on here with uh, the Raiders leading four to three. Swag on, pop foul out of play, and the count will go to two and two. So Eric Swan goes three innings, allows three runs on five hits. Pitch high, ball three. And we've got another full count here, three and two. Swan gave up uh, three walks and struck out three. The pitch. Missed low for ball four. So that is the fourth walk picked up by FAU in the game. And with nobody out, the batter is Armando Albert, the shortstop. He has walked and hit into fielder's choice. And now Cothran, the lefty, will face three straight left-handed hitters. Checks the first left-hander that... Uh, FAU has seen in this series. Throws to first and the runner back. Sophomore out of Inman, South Carolina, 6'1", 185. Pitch backed him away inside, ball one. One ball, no strikes to Albert.
Lefty delivers, and that one's in for a strike, one and one. Leadoff walk to DeBose. He's the runner at first with nobody out. There's a bunt picked up by the pitcher. Tosses to first. Had a chance to get the runner at second. Uh, never looked back that way. So down to second is DeBose. We'll give him a sacrifice on that, but he was actually bunting for a hit. One out, runner at second. The batter is Mitchell Hardigan. Struck out and singled against Eric Swan. So DeBose at second is the tying run in this game. Raiders leading it four to three. And the pitch to the plate misses inside for ball one. Left-hander Jake Cothran. Runner leads from second. And the pitch is fouled away and the count goes to one and one. They still play the Infield swung to the right side with Coker close to second base. And a big hole between short and third. The pitch outside stopped by Rudder. Four ball two, two and one. And misses ball three. Cothran appeared in the last Sunday in the game against Western Kentucky. Two innings, gave up two hits, two runs, but they were both unearned. Count three and one, and there's ball four outside. Two walks in the inning. Now five in the game given up by Blue Raider pitchers. Here's Nolan Chanuel. He has popped out and singled to right. That hit was only his second in the series. Raider infield with runners at first and second will look for a ground ball. Benson swung way over into right center. Pitch is swung on and fouled away for strike one. Threw him some kind of an off-speed pitch there. One strike to count. Catherine comes set in the pitch outside for a ball, one and one. Jackson Ross waiting to hit next. 
And the pitch to the plate is swung on, fouled down the left side, and that's going to be out of play. Count will move to one and two on Shanuel. New supply of baseballs for the home plate umpire. Breeze picking up a bit. Here's the one-two pitch outside, ball two. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Raiders leading four to three. FAU with runners at first and second. And one out. And the pitch. Outside ball three. Catherine nibbling, trying to find that outside corner. Has missed outside with the last two. Full count, three and two. Swung on, popped foul back this way. Count holds at three and two. Raider lefty comes set in the pitch. Swung on line to right, a base hit. Benson over to cut it off. Runner's going to score. Tie ball game. DeBose scores from second on the hit by Shanuel. Didn't try to do too much with it. Just got the bat out there and lined it into right center. Hardigan stopped at second. Coach Myers out. That is the first hit and the first run off the Raider reliever, Cothran, who is not going to continue. We'll have a pitcher coming in from the bullpen, and we will take a break here and tell you about who the new pitcher is for the Raiders when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 